0: Welcome back to the Jeff Becomes Jeff podcast. I, of course, am Jeff. I hope you all enjoyed my Easter special. I'm actually recording this episode on Easter Sunday. Don't really have any significant puppy updates for you on this episode. Things are just kind of ticking along at the normal pace. By the next episode, I should, though, because my mom is coming to visit this week, and she'll be here for five days, I believe. So that could result in some interesting stories about the puppy and interacting with a human in the house routinely for the first time other than me. So as you may have noticed, noticed, and I've mentioned it in the last couple episodes of the podcast, I've kind of avoided anything political or bashing the media, mainly just because I wanted to take a break. I wanted to get to some lighthearted stuff. And it's been difficult because there's a lot going on in the media, like the indictment of Donald Trump. The fact that, you know, China may actually be going to war with Taiwan very soon. Ukraine and Russia still going on. No end in sight. Biden continues to deliver speeches that make no friggin' sense. Lots to talk about, but I find myself not liking it as As much when I do episodes that are politically driven, but a lot of them have been just simply because there's so much to discuss. So I think what I'm going to do moving forward, I'm looking to start a second podcast called Bad Red, Bad Blue. I've already bought the domain name badredbadblue.com. Nothing up there right now, but I own the domain name. I've also set up Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook accounts at Bad Red, Bad Blue, which you can go follow if you want. Again, nothing up there, just getting it set up. But I will keep you posted when I think I'm going to have my first Bad Red, Bad Blue what this is going to be is it's a podcast primarily about politics and the agenda-driven media outlets and pointing the finger at both of them, maybe applauding a side if they do something right, that would be rare, or most likely just completely bashing the stupidity of both sides, the hypocrisy, all the things that cause our political system and government to get absolutely nothing done. And yes, while that may interfere with the frequency in which I release Jeff Becomes Jeff podcasts, right now I'm releasing so many that ...that it's just going to probably knock it back to what I initially planned on doing after the first of the year, which was maybe a couple of months. But that also means that they should, for the most part, either be more rooted in just straight-up silliness, comedy, or general controversy that isn't politically driven. So, before I get to the controversial topic of today, I want to remind everybody that you can go follow me on social media on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at Jeff. Jeff. Alright, so a lot of you might be thinking, well, talking about LGBTQLMNOP, a lot of you might be thinking, well, that's politically driven, Jeff. No, not really. I mean, it's a movement. Yes, it's being politically supported. People are politicizing it, but that's not what it's supposed to be. But the reason I gave this episode the title LGB, etc. by Zaval is because with my idea to start this Bad Red, Bad Blue, I've been listening to some more news shows on my satellite radio when I'm in the car, when I'm door dashing. And I noticed recently when people were discussing this recent mass shooting by a transgendered person that everyone is referring to them as LGBTQI plus. The I just kind of got snuck in there like everyone was supposed to know that happened So yes, lgb etc has bought a vowel and they have included I I wasn't positive what that meant So I went and looked it up apparently the I stands for intersex which would be the very rare phenomenon Of being born with two sets of genitals it affects about 1.7 percent of the entire global population Not very common if you want to know what 1.7 how insignificant that is Let me point out for example that if you buy a can of beans (laughs) They are allowed to be sold with four to six (coughs) percent bug parts and mold. The Seasoning Paprika, that is allowed to contain as much as 20% mold, 225 insect parts, and 33 rodent hairs per 3-ounce container. So yeah, 1.7, pretty irrelevant. And while we're talking percentages, let's go ahead and now look at this new acronym, LGBTQI+, that now utilizes 23% of the letters in the English alphabet. They are just trying so hard to be inclusive. Well, not inclusive of people who have a different ideology, of course. So if this is such a stink and we gotta make sure that everybody's on board with all of this. Let's look at the entire, you know, all the letters and how much of a population they make up. So out of LGBTQI+, all of it, in a Gallup poll from March 2022, it was estimated that 7.2 of the U.S. population would fall under that umbrella. Again, pretty small percentage. Also, let's not forget about the plus. Not the letter, just the plus. It represents the part of that community that aren't defined by one of the six letters in the acronym. What? That's stupid. And it also Also, opens the door to constantly adding new letters until we're basically saying the entire alphabet in a different order. Also, who decided that lesbians got top billing? Gonna guess maybe lesbians started the movement? So again, what kind of triggered me hearing this new I being used in news outlets was because of the recent school shooting in Tennessee that was committed by a 28-year-old transgendered individual. That individual was 28-year-old Audrey Hale, and when I was reading an article I found to kind of get more information on this, I was having a hard time figuring out they would say she and refer to Audrey if Audrey was actually a birth she or a he that was going by she and a different name Audrey. What? And apparently it looks like Audrey Hale is a she by birth and was identifying as a he. And she he killed three children, I believe all eight year olds, and three adults in this school shooting. A Christian school shooting. She he is also a piece of shit and deserved to die that day. And even worse, the people supporting the LGBTQIAWXYZ movement turned it into a rally of support for the transgendered society instead of focusing on the dead victims. And no, Audrey Hale was not a victim. So, when going through these articles, I did find one that kept referring to Audrey Hale as she, despite talking about the fact that Audrey Hale was being misgendered on news outlets by being referred to as she, but they didn't fix the she instances in their article. Also, it was a bad thing because these outlets were deadnaming Audrey Hale by using the name Audrey Hale, her real name, the name of the murderous criminal. If you don't know what deadnaming is that would be using the name of someone that has changed their name due to a gender or sexuality identity it's kind of like them saying well Audrey Hale is dead now now I'm Aiden but the fact that media outlets are apologizing for misgendering and deadnaming Audrey Hale this murderous child killer just goes to show how fucked up our society is here's a tweet that I found that was highly retweeted apparently and it said five times at CNN misgendered no correction A mass shooting is horrible. Misgendering does not make anything better. Come on. Really? How do you even include something as stupid and irrelevant as misgendering with the killing of six innocent people, including three little kids? By the way, it was not misgendering. Audrey Hale had a vagina, not a penis. And that's what she's getting buried with is her vagina. So following the shooting, there were two government buildings stormed. Insurrection much? In Tennessee, one for gun laws and one for transgendered people. Of course, no one's going to be prosecuted or shamed for these insurrections because it wasn't by people from the right wing. Right wingers do it, we string them up and we put them in prison or just in jail indefinitely without due process or a trial. But a bunch of left wing wackos and just liberals with weird ideologies want to go storm government buildings, that's perfectly fine. Sorry if you hear squeaking in the background, Coda is in the room playing with a new toy. But let's also be clear that from a transgender violence perspective, this Audrey Hale thing is not an isolated incident. But you don't ever hear about it because the media is afraid of making the LGB8675309 community look bad. Like, here's another example. Just this week, another trans teen was arrested for being discovered to have plans to shoot up schools and churches. Have you heard about that? No, probably not. Why do you think that is? It's called suppression of the truth, suppression of information to support this ideology that's being politicized, a.k.a. Communism. (laughs) How about in 2018 when transgender Snokia Mosley shot and killed three people and then killed him or herself? In 2019, a trans teen shot up a Denver High School, killing one person and wounding eight more. Do you remember hearing about this? And let's be clear, only 0.6% of the American population identify as transgendered, which means five instances of gun violence by trans people. That's pretty significant. That's a big number. Jeez, Jeff, why do you hate gay people so much? Look, I have no issue with homosexuality, and yes, I do believe that is a thing, and there are people that are just naturally attracted to members of the same sex. And you know what? I'll even go so far as to say, I understand that some people might feel like they're a completely different gender, and I'm willing to support that, got no problem with it. But in most cases, come on, that's rare. What I do not care for is all of the identifying and pretending that you can just magically decide that you're not a boy anymore. That's not how it works. At what point do we just stop embracing the concept of identification? And yes, I have discussed identifying on previous episodes of the show. Most of you probably know how I feel, but if not let me remind you with some more discussion. Yeah! Going back to one of those episodes, I actually use an example of using a rock, going into a grocery store or something, and then putting a hundred dollars worth of stuff in your cart, going to check out, and then when they say it's a hundred dollars, you put a rock on the counter and they're like, What's that? And they're like, it's my rock, it identifies as a hundred dollars. They're not gonna let you walk out of the store with their shit in exchange for that rock, because it's not a hundred dollars. Let's look at wiggers, the white people who basically act like black people, and a lot of times black people not a big fan of the wigger. My new and mm-hmm. Because they don't feel like white people have a right to feel oppressed. Despite the fact that plenty of white people in history have been severely oppressed. Don't believe me? Go look up World War II. Also, go look at the pictures of 1800s era slaves compared to the picture of the people in the concentration camps during the Holocaust. Tell me who it looks like suffered more. But I'm also sure there's plenty of actual white kids that just grew up in a black dominated neighborhood. I knew my ne- And so they associate with black culture. Can that white kid apply for a scholarship that is specifically for an African-American student and just say, well, I identify as black. Fuck no, he wouldn't be able to do that. That would be offensive. Ah! However, it's also equally offensive to not let someone identify as something. Pick a lane, people. Here's another example. Let's say I want to identify as the winner of the most recent jackpot lottery. So let's say I go into the lottery commission office and claim that I won the most recent jackpot. Also, while my name says Jeff on my license, I identify as Stephanie. I guarantee you, right away, they would all just start calling me Stephanie. They would respect that, but the minute they realized that I actually wanted them to give me the winnings, just by identifying as the winner, despite having not even bought a ticket, they would, of course, not comply with that level of identification. What? And again, while I said that, you know, I can agree with people feeling like they might be more along the lines of the opposite sex, doesn't mean I necessarily care for them trying to identify as the opposite sex, because you're not. You can be a tomboy, you can be a butch dyke lesbian, you can be a very effeminate, flamboyant gay man. People who are homosexual have exhibited those traits and behaviors for a long time, and that never really needed to go any further than that. But the fact is, biology matters. Pretty sure that is the exact title of an episode I released a while back called biology matters along the lines of a lot of this shit. Want to hear something totally ridiculous? Recently, a professor with a PhD in anthropology was asked by a student in a large forum if the professor would be able to tell a male skeleton from a female skeleton in a dig from like a hundred years ago. The guy straight-faced said, no, I wouldn't, trying so hard to dismiss the science that gave him his prestige and his degree simply to serve some all-inclusive ideology. And, of course, the whole room laughed at him because it's ridiculous. You
1: being an anthropologist, which anthropology is the study of human civilization? Human? Human biological and social. So, if you were to dig up a human, two humans, in 100 years from now, both man and woman, could you tell the difference? Strictly off of bones?
2: No. Because there's a wide range
3: of.
0: Absolutely, at a skeletal level, a determination can be made between a man and a woman. Your sex, male or female, can be identified through a blind blood screening. Not a blind man doing a blood test (gasps) or doing a blood test of a blind person. Just basically, I don't know where I got this blood. I can determine if the person who gave this blood is male or female. Guarantee you there's no such thing as a blood that matches up to non-binary or neither. Here's one way your sex can be identified. By either your penis or your vagina.
2: Boys have a penis. Girls have a vagina.
0: Thanks for the tip. You can also determine someone's sex and gender based on how much toilet paper you use per month. Your sex can be identified based on whether you can pee standing up without making a mess. Your sex can be identified by whether or not you can have a baby. And no, saying that a transgendered man having a baby is a man having a baby, no. That does not qualify as men scientifically being capable of having a child. In the moment that the baby squeezes through that transgendered man's swollen labias, he was a woman. Scientifically speaking, of course
2: boys have a penis girls have a vagina
0: so let's talk about sports here we go so very recently a female swimmer was attacked on a college campus because she recently spoke out against a trans challenger a biological man who of course showed up and kicked every girl's ass breaking all these records i'm sure you've heard about that
1: Uh, my name is riley gaines i'm a recent graduate from the university of kentucky where i was on the women's swim team I PROUDLY FINISHED MY CAREER AS A 12-TIME NCAA ALL-AMERICAN, A FIVE-TIME SEC CHAMPION. I AM ONE OF THE FASTEST 200 BUTTERFLYERS OF of ALL TIME. Um, BUT ON MARCH 17TH OF LAST YEAR, MY TEAMMATES AND I WERE, AND OTHER FEMALE swimmers FROM A UNIVERSITY AROUND THE COUNTRY, WERE FORCED TO COMPETE AGAINST A BIOLOGICAL MALE NAMED LEAH THOMAS. Um, THOMAS WAS ALLOWED TO COMPETE IN THE WOMEN'S DIVISION AFTER COMPETING AS A MEMBER OF THE UNIVERSITY OF PENNSYLVANIA'S MEN'S SWIM TEAM FOR THREE YEARS. We watched on the side of the pool as Thomas won a national title in the 500-yard freestyle, beating out the most impressive and accomplished female athletes in the country, including Olympians and American record holders. Whereas just the year before, Thomas at best was ranking in the 400s in the men's category. The next day, Thomas and I raced in the 200 freestyle, which ended up in a tie. Um, We went the exact same time down to the 100th of a second. Having only one trophy, the NCAA told me that I would go home empty-handed and this trophy would go to Thomas. And when I questioned this, the NCAA told me that Thomas had to hold it for photo purposes. I was shocked. I felt betrayed and belittled, reduced to a photo op. But my feelings didn't matter. What mattered to the NCAA were the feelings of a biological male. In 1972, Congress enacted Title IX to end unjust sex discrimination in all aspects of education, including college athletics. But by allowing Thomas to displace female athletes in the pool and on the podium, the NCAA intentionally and explicitly discriminated on the basis of sex. Although the NCAA claimed it acted in the name of inclusion, its policies, in fact, excluded female athletes. But that is not all. In addition to being forced to give up our awards, our titles, and our opportunities, the NCAA forced female swimmers to share a locker room with Thomas, a 6'4", 22-year-old male who was fully intact with male genitalia. Let me be clear. We were not forewarned. We were not asked for our consent, and we did not give our consent. If nothing else... I hope you can truly see how this is a violation of our privacy and how some of us have felt uncomfortable, awkward, um, embarrassed, and even traumatized by this experience. I know I don't speak for everyone, It's impossible to speak for everyone, but I can attest to the tears that were shed on that pool deck by these poor ninth and 17th place finishers who missed out on being named an All-American by one place. And I can attest to the extreme discomfort in the locker room when you turn around and there is a male watching you undress while exposing himself. I can't attest to the anger and frustration from these girls who had worked so hard and sacrificed so much to get to this point.
0: She was basically assaulted physically and verbally by a mob of people, and she was there just to actually speak about sports, but because she had made this comment about that Leah boy that kicked all the girls' asses, she was a target of anger and violence. Oh, that sounds familiar again. (laughs) She eventually had to be locked in a classroom for three hours until they could safely get her out of the area and off the campus. Even the San Francisco police did not intervene for those three hours because they didn't want to be involved with potentially having to get physical with one of these transgendered activists, because that would mean their job, basically, even though their job is protecting this innocent girl who also used her freedom of speech to say she didn't care for the fact that this dude showed up with his dick, because that's how it works. Dudes always show up with their dicks and kicked all their asses. But these activists, I mean, that doesn't sound very civil. Doesn't sound very conversational or inclusive, but it sounds like the trans movement is almost getting militant at this point, just simply to defend the ideology around a very small percentage of the population. Let's not forget the insurrection in Tennessee, the two insurrections in Tennessee last week. Where are all the people still talking about Black Lives Matters? Given that 12% of our population is black, I would think that would be something that more people are talking about. Also, any of these athletes that want to go in and win all these prizes and break all these records, you're a dickhead. You're an asshole. You are disrespecting the gender that you identify as. If you're a man going and competing against women, you know women have different body types and some athletic limitations compared to men. Why would you disrespect the gender you identify as by taking away their potential accomplishments and glory, you fucking piece of shit? And boy, I hope I don't have to eat these words later, but I'm quite certain the Olympic Committee will never allow transgendered competitions or contestants because they're pretty strict about their blood testing and everything having to be on the up and up. In the event that the Olympics ever do allow that to happen, go ahead and come over to my house where you'll find me swinging from a rope in my closet. Right now, Biden is actually trying to pass a new bill that says that schools can't ban a transgendered student from competing in an opposite-gendered sport. But why would we be calling it opposite-gendered sport if it's the same? Oopsie! So, so much for keeping the federal government out of our shit. And actually, when discussing this bill, a senior attorney said there was a pervasive bias and Ignorance about who transgendered people are no not who they are who they say they are Let's get that correct and basically who they just decide they're gonna be that month week or year So how long has this whole transgender identifying, all that stuff, how long has it really been a thing? Because that's another one of my arguments is if you want me to accept this, you're trying to ask me to accept something that hasn't existed in our society very long at all compared to the rest of history where it's always just been man or woman, penis, and vagina
2: a penis. Girls have a vagina.
0: So, let's look at a little bit of the history. The origin of the acronym which just started as LGB, which is what I always say. That's all it needs to be. Well, technically, SLGB. Let's include straight people in there. Inclusive. But LGB started in the late 80s. Then T was added in the 90s. The Q wasn't even added until 2016. Only seven years ago. Now, they've got the I. They've got the plus. Some people even spell it out. LGBTQIA plus. They're adding an A. they bought two vowels. I'd like to solve the puzzle. Okay. And that would include the sexuality asexual. No, not like what you learned in science and biology about creatures that can mate with themselves and impregnate themselves. (laughs) An asexual in the sexual identity zone is somebody who basically has a low sex drive and doesn't want to get their fuck on. First off, that's not a sexual identification. That's something that can easily be solved with a little Viagra. Also, after a very long and arduous journey trying to get gay rights and acceptance, I would guess that the gays and lesbians out there aren't all that thrilled that they're sharing an acronym with someone who simply isn't DTF. For those of you out there don't know what DTF is, it means down to fuck. Yay! There was an article I found from 2022, and in that article I found some information about studies that had been recently held that showed that 1.6% of U.S. adults identified as either the other gender or non-binary. First off, again, non-binary, not a thing. Also, if there's so much fluidity between man and woman, why does everyone always identify as just the other? gender or non-binary. Why aren't they identifying as some new alien gender? It almost supports the case that there are only two genders. So remember that this study showed that 1.6% of U.S. adults identify as either non-binary or the other gender. If you drill that down to adults under the age of 30, all of a sudden now it's 5% of those adults that identify as either trans or binary. That's a big difference. Seems like maybe the young minds are being influenced, perhaps?
3: And who could it have been? Let's See, I don't know. Let me think. Let me knock on Mr. Nog.
2: Who could trick us into doing that? Could have been
3: Satan.
0: Of those 5%, 3% are non-binary, which is, again, bullshit identity
2: have a penis, girls have a vagina.
0: That's identifying just for the sake of identifying. And then for people ages 30 to 49, only 1.6 identify as something else. Ages 50 and older, 0.3%. So yeah, clearly this is a trend leaning towards the younger generations. Are we supposed to believe that nature just all of a sudden started really fucking up in the last 30 years and making babies be born that weren't supposed to be born that way? But again, going back to the overwhelming numbers for the younger generations, identifying and pronouns have just become a pop culture phenomenon. Everyone feels special and brave to take on a different identity. Granted, that's nowhere near as brave as actually being gay or lesbian and having to come out and tell your friends and family. That's brave. Just saying one day, you know what? I think I'm gonna be a woman. There's nothing brave about that. You're jumping on a fad. You are a follower. You are one indistinct sheep amongst a flock of other idiots. But again, as I've said a million times, there is no need for the T in the acronym because a man could identify as a woman and still want to have sex with women. So that would technically mean that he, she is a lesbian. Whatever letter is assigned to you, S, L, G, or B, depends solely on who you like to fuck. That's what sexuality is all about. But of course, everyone wants to be relevant in this day and age with social media creating this false sense of importance in the world. And of course, everyone turns around and says they want to be all-inclusive and understanding to show what great people they are. Look at me. I support this. I support that. I didn't hear you talking about it before someone else brought it up. it on the bandwagon. So let's look at how some of the influential people may have made a change to these percentages in younger adults over the last five, six, seven years. I found an article from 2022 where the pop singer Demi Lovato who had recently, well not recently but years ago, she was one of the first to change her identity or whatever be non-binary and that's where younger girls and just teens were like, oh I want to be like Demi Lovato. But turns out in this article from just 2022, she actually changed her pronouns back from they, them, to she, her. Oh. You Can't just flip it on and off, people. That's not how it works. She said, and I quote, I'm such a fluid person. Last year, my energy was balanced in my masculine and feminine energy. Recently, I've been feeling more feminine, so I've adopted she, her again. He, <laughs> Okay, she didn't giggle like that. But what the fuck? And how is anyone supposed to know this? If you are someone who identifies or has pronouns, you cannot get offended if someone does not automatically just assume Assume that your pronouns are different. It's confusing because it makes no sense. You're clearly a woman. I'm going to call you she, her. Another singer, Sam Smith, changed his pronouns to they, them in 2017. Can't stand the they, them. It's plural. It doesn't work. Here's a fun one. In 2015, the lead singer of My Chemical Romance, Gerard Way, switched his pronouns to he, they. What? Wait, I have to mix pronoun groups now? How the hell does that work? Let's go back to another other TV star, pop singer that started to influence younger kids to want to start thinking about sexual identity with Miley Cyrus. In 2015 she started advocating for pronouns and gender fluidity. This was only four years after her hugely popular Disney show, Hannah Montana went off the air. So yes, she influenced a ton of little kids at that time. But she said that she doesn't care for the labels of boys or girls and identifies as gender fluid. So why isn't F one of the letters in the acronym for fluid? Also the phrase gender fluid, one of the dumbest phrases in our modern vernacular. It's impossible. Gender is not fluid.
2: Boys have a penis, girls have a vagina.
0: Can't be one gender one day, another gender the other day. You may feel a certain way from day to day, but that does not change your gender. Alright, that's pretty much everything I have to bitch about this topic, and it looks like this is going to be a shorter episode, that's fine. But I do want to say that I am looking forward to the day in the next 10 to 20 years where we all look back on this fad and everyone. One realizes how stupid it was. The alternate would be that it's only going to get worse, and by 2040, two-thirds of the population will identify as something else. Personally, I'd like to try my hand at being a female giraffe. Also, earlier, remember when I talked about how transgender people will identify as just one sex or the other? The opposite one, and pretty much supporting the idea that there are two genders. Why aren't they identifying as some alien gender? Don't think that's not actually going to happen. It will get so far out of control that people will identify as a gender that doesn't even exist. Kind of like non-binary. So I guess already happening. And I have no doubt that the violence and division is going to continue as a very small percentage of our population demands that the overwhelming majority of their peers accepts their ludicrous ideologies. Long story short, we're fucked. Alright, thank you again everyone for continuing to tune in. Remember, you can go follow Bad Red, Bad Blue on TikTok, Twitter, and Facebook. I will probably add an Instagram page at some point. Just haven't done that yet. And remember that when I do finally start doing episodes for Bad Red, Bad Blue. Probably not going to be that much different than the Jeff Becomes Jeff podcast as far as production quality, sound effects, maybe a little silliness to kind of lighten the mood, although I will probably take a slightly more serious approach on that, but it'll still be pretty similar. The only difference is that's going to be where I really kind of take my political topics and political opinions and thoughts. That way I can leave them off of this show. Doesn't mean I won't still do controversial topics on this show like the one I just did. All right. Remember to go follow me on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook at... Jeff becomes Jeff. Until next time, I'm Jeff.
2: Boys have a penis, girls have a vagina.
0: <laughs> Thanks for the tip.
2: And I'm
3: Stephanie. Good night. The devil and I prayed, and I showed him the mess that I've made, and I cried and I cried and I cried a million times over, but the devil just laughed in my face. I went to the God of fire and said, Can you turn the heat a little higher? Time's over But he just covered me with water So I went to the land. I've been tried and I've cried and I'm done crying and then I laughed in his face and then I saw
2: the guy fire
3: he said you don't need to keep me alive cause I've been burned so many times I'm like lava and then I covered him with water from the